0: Hey everyone, it's Christine and this is episode 61 of the No Like Trust podcast. Today I talked with Christina Lankowski. Christina is a podcast publicity strategist and the owner and president of Publicity by Christina. This is an amazing episode for all of you real estate professionals who are looking for a different way to grow your business. She delved into the difference between owned, paid, and earned marketing. And she talked about why podcasts are such a powerful way to grow your business. And she gave us insights on how to actually get yourself scheduled on a local podcast. Tune in, take a listen, and let me know what you think. I came upon Christina, honestly, I can't even remember how. And you know what? I'm going to tell you how you came across me. We pitched you. And I
1: think that this is very important for people to hear is that you have to go and pitch these opportunities to get publicity. I know we're going to get into what publicity is. I know we're going to get into all that good stuff. But I just want people to know that this is how these opportunities happen is you're putting yourself out there for them.
0: That is really important. Now I am remembering that I got the email from your team. And I was It it like made me super excited because I'm like, wow, somebody's actually listening to my podcast. That's heck yeah, what heck yeah, they are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay, so let's dig right in. So, just can you start with talking about what the heck is publicity, anyways?
1: Absolutely, I love having this as the first question because a lot of people have a lot of different ideas on what publicity is. I could ask ten different people what they think publicity is, and I would get ten different responses to that. Thanks a lot, Mad Men. I really think Mad Men like kind of did this. Thank everybody. And or so people think it's kind of like Mad Men, or they think it's just sending press releases like day in and day out. And that's kind of what I hear a lot when people kind of hear about publicity. And 20 years ago when I was in school, yeah, we did do press releases. That was something that we did, but that's not really very common anymore. So let's talk about breaking down what exactly publicity is. So in your marketing, there are three pillars of your marketing owned paid and earned okay so paid is shocker the stuff that you pay money for so that's ads that might be an influencer campaign um you know something like that where money is exchanged a sponsorship something mm-hmm. like that where money is exchanged then there's owned those are the channels that you own your website your podcast your social media channels, the things where you have control over that platform, right? Mm -hmm. And then the last of those is earned. And that is what publicity is. And earned marketing means that no money is exchanged. I'm not paying money to be on this podcast. I'm not getting paid to be on this podcast. I am coming on to provide value to your audience. And in exchange, you are getting me in front of new people. You are getting me in front of a new audience, And that is what publicity is. That can be on a podcast, that can be TV, that can be radio, that can be print. There are all different types of publicity, but what it really boils down to is that earned media, no money, you getting in front of a different, um, of somebody else's platform and providing value in that way. And the reason that this is so important is consumers believe earned marketing the most, okay? Earned marketing is what people turn to when they want to hear from someone, the real someone. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are stats out there. I think it's from eMarketer 70% of consumers prefer to learn through someone in an earned marketing capacity, maybe an article about them, hearing them on a podcast interview, et cetera, as opposed to an ad. All right. Consumers are very, very savvy. They are, they are very close to like what is being paid for and what isn't being paid for and yeah. we can also get into what happens if you do get asked to pay to be on a on a podcast. I'll talk about that. That's a real spicy soapbox I can get on, but this this really boils down and hopefully that gives people a good explanation of where publicity, what publicity is and where it fits in your marketing.
0: I think that's super helpful and you answered my question my next question which is what's the difference between publicity and advertising and advertising would be considered paid marketing. Paid so,
1: marketing, exactly.
0: Facebook ads, you mm-hmm. know, television And ads there's value to paid. More. I'm not here.
1: So I want to be clear. None of these are like not all the thing. The point of it is, is all three should be a part of your marketing. Yeah, And a lot of times people leave earned out because it's not guaranteed. It's something that they are going to have to go out there and seek out. And they can't necessarily say, I'm going to put a thousand dollars behind this. And I know that that's going to bring me so many leads. Right. Instead you're kind of having to put yourself out there and see what's going to happen from that. When those opportunities do land and when they come they're fantastic, but it's not as simple as just here's money like an ad might be and here's exactly, you know, the cost per click for that. You know, you know what I mean?
0: 100%. And I think um I think for our audience which is re- real estate professionals, mm-hmm. um publicity is a is an important strategy because, you know, when you're a real estate professional and especially an individual, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have a ton of resources to, mm-hmm. you know, go and invest in advertising paid media. Right. Um, right. You know, it's very, you know, it's very grassroots, <clears> excuse <throat> me. And so it's organic.
1: And it's organic is where a lot of that is coming from. And I, I love that you make that point because Yeah. When people are getting started out, they don't you don't really have the ability, especially now ads get more expensive, more expensive, more expensive. Exactly. You know, you don't really have necessarily the funds to be like, let me drop multiple thousands of dollars on this advertising and kind of see what happens there. Um, I don't know, love him or hate him. How many people follow Alex Hermosi? But he has a really interesting, you know, kind of take on this where attention is the new currency. And I Mm -hmm. absolutely agree with that. Mm-hmm. right i 100 agree with that people are vying for your attention over and over and over again kylie jenner didn't become a billionaire because she launched a great product it has nothing to do with her product her product is neutral she became a billionaire because she had a huge amount of attention yeah and then she dropped a product okay and so there's a very distinct difference there between those two things and so with attention being the new currency you still need to be getting out in front of people. You need to be capturing their attention. But something like ads can cost a lot of money to be getting the type of attention that you're really seeking.
0: Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit about putting yourself out there. Because I think and there, there's actually two parts of this question. Because um, I think for real estate professionals, they don't really understand what that means. Like, What mm-hmm. does that mean to put myself out there? And I guess that kind of goes to my... Second question, maybe this is the context around it. You you spoke earlier of press releases. And when I was sort of coming up, that was the thing, right? Press sure. releases. Sure. It really is kind of a thing of the past. Now, yes. you know, we're we're podcasting. So mm-hmm. talk about the different types of publicity, the differences. Um, and you know, what the what is the actually, you don't even have to talk about them. Just tell me what is the most efficient piece of publicity and how does a real estate professional actually go about putting themselves out there?
1: Okay. That was a lot of questions. So I'm going to have you follow up after I get started here. (laughs) That's okay. that's okay. But you guys, I just had that coffee. So like, you're going to have to give me a, give me a reminder (laughs) on a couple of those things, but to answer some of the things you said, putting yourself out there means figuring out what makes sense for you to talk about what is strategic what makes sense for you to be getting out in front of your ideal customers in front of, in front of your ideal audience really talking about So if you are a local real estate agent you work in your local vicinity you know you work in a certain area you're not trying to get in front of other real estate professionals right That's not your strategy and I hear this a lot with people I will get on a call with someone and they'll be like, oh well I'm a chiropractor so I guess I need to get in front of chiropractic shows. No, that is the opposite of who I want you getting in front of. I want you getting in front of your ideal client. So for a real estate professional, that might mean going on a local podcast and talking about, hey, if you're first, if you're moving to this valley, here are, you know, I'm just taking where I live, for example, the in Boise, Idaho, we have the Treasure Valley. Here are the top five things to be doing in the Treasure Valley as a new resident to Boise, right? Or here are the five things that you should be looking for in a new house. If you're looking to buy a house here in Boise, right? Here are the things that you want to be talking about that's going to get that person's attention, right? And I personally believe you ask kind of what is the easiest or what is the you know simplest podcast? And that's truly why I believe in podcasts the most. You mentioned at the top, I've been doing PR for almost 20 years. i worked for Cirque du Soleil, Dark Horse Comics, huge regional tourism boards and state tourism boards and all this type of stuff. I have niched down into only doing podcasts because I believe in them the most. And part of the reason I believe in them the most is they are the easiest barrier to entry. You don't really have to be, you know, writing anything. You don't have to be doing anything. I mean, you're going to have to pitch. But when it comes to actually doing the interview, you're just showing up, right? You're ready. You're going to drop that knowledge. You're going to have that experience. You're going to have a real conversation with somebody. Um, And then hopefully you're going to turn that into a long-lasting relationship with not only that host, but also with people that are listening in, right? So that's the reason why I believe in podcasts the most. Um, it also has the longest tail of marketing, meaning if someone were to move to your region, and again, I'm just using this example, but if someone were to move to your region, they're not maybe listening to the most recent episode. They're listening to an episode a year old, six months old, a year and a half old. I do that all the time. I'm listening to a true crime podcast right now from 2021. Like that is how people binge their podcasts. And if I was moving to a new region, I would absolutely be looking at some local podcasts and binging episodes of kind of what they're saying I should be going to do in that area, what I should be prepared for, all that type of stuff, right? Meaning that it's not going to be this one-time lead thing. It's going to be something that can give you, be giving you leads for Months, years to come.
0: Yeah. So that brings me to the question of, okay, because I never even thought of looking for local podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even really, I guess I didn't even really know they existed. I think all the podcasts I listen to are Mm -hmm. sort of nationally based. So how does a real estate professional actually go about targeting the right podcasts?
1: Google, Google. Apple podcasts, type in the name of your city, type in podcast and see what comes up, see what's there for mo you know, we don't specialize in local. So that is not my area of expertise. Our clients we're working with are probably the service providers to those real estate agents like you yourself, right? Yeah. The people that we are working with are ones that want to get in front of real estate agents all around the country, right? They're they're who want to get in front of these people because there are a ton of big real estate shows. Right. Yeah. But if, but there are absolutely shows in local regions for really any city. Um, There might not be a ton. There might be five, there might be 10, so, yeah. but you should be trying to get on all those. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you should be pitching yourself onto all those five, 10 shows. However, you know, I mean, if you live in New York city or LA, there's probably going to be way more than that, but I just mean like, you know, I looked in, Um, I'm going to be in Tulsa next week doing a talk. And I looked up like before I went because I wanted to be able to give people some of this local info. And Yeah, there's probably about 10 shows that are up to date in the Tulsa area that talk about what's going on in Tulsa, Tulsa entrepreneurs, X, Y, Z, because I wanted to be able to give people that info. So again, there might only be five to 10. It may not be something that is huge, but you should be doing everything you can to get on those five to 10 shows um, to get your business out there.
0: So interesting. Okay. So um, how do you actually go about pitching a podcast? Like, is there a formula? Like, is it an email? Like, what is the whole process?
1: It essentially is an email. An email is the best way that you're going to do that work. We have a full training all on how to write a pitch, how to do all that type of good stuff. It really is formulaic. And what I really recommend is having a pitch template. So something that you can go back to time and time again to where like ninety percent of your pitch is written, and you're just kind of adding in some personalized touches, making sure that the topics make sense for that particular audience. Um, you know, kind of personalizing it as need be. But the way that you really need to look at pitches is like I always give this example because (laughs) until I was way too old to think this, I thought that like award shows, like you know, like the Emmys and the Grammys, you know, or whatever was literally just someone being like, you know what? They're doing a great job. Yeah. Why don't we give them an award? Like I didn't, they, I didn't realize like you apply for these awards, you are judged for these awards and then they offer the award to someone, right? Someone quote unquote wins it. Right. Yeah. And that is how you need to look at pitching when you Think to yourself, I have. I can't even tell people I talk to and they're well, my competitor keeps getting on all these shows and I can talk about, them. okay, well, are you pitching? Well, no, well, I can guarantee your competitor is. If they are getting on all these shows and you are not, they are doing something that you aren't doing. And that thing that they are doing is sending a pitch to that host, right? Sending a pitch, telling them a little bit about themselves and then giving them some great topic ideas. Some topic ideas that make a lot of sense for their audience. When, when my team pitched Christine or my publicist squad pitched Christine, they came with topics. They said, okay. these are the things that Christina would like to talk about with your audience. Here's how you the value, your audience, right? And so that is what you want to be doing when you're doing that pitch.
0: So here's one of the things that I think our audience struggles with. Um, it You know... They have so much of their knowledge in their brain that they don't even like oftentimes they're like, well, what's my what value do I add? Like what, what do I know? Like, what's my sweet spot? Like, how do I know what to pitch? Like, you know, how do I make myself different from everybody else? Like, what is my special sauce? So how do you recommend somebody go about thinking about what it is that they're spectacular at and how they can add value? I mean, I, I
1: think that it really is going to come down to some brainstorming, right? You're going to have to think about what are those things that I can really talk about? You know, what are those things that I do have knowledge in? And you don't need to be the the utmost expert in this, right? You don't need to be like, I've given four TED Talks and I've, you know, written five books. Like, no one cares about it. I mean, I shouldn't say no one cares about that, but people do care about that. Keep doing those things. But I just mean, <laughs> when it comes to getting yourself booked on a show, you just need to be showing where you can provide value, okay? Mm -hmm. So you don't need to be like, I've done all these amazing things in my life and here's why you should have me on the show because here's the thing, you're not going on the show to talk about you. I'm not Mm -hmm. coming on the show to talk about me. I'm coming on the show to talk about how you should be getting on shows and the value that's going to help you when you go on podcasts, right? Right. So you really need to come from that service over self-promotion mindset. You need to be thinking about, what are the, what are those things? And that can be, really be like, think about some how-tos. What are the three mistakes when people are p- purchasing homes and how can we make sure we don't make those mistakes? What are the, um you know, what are the five best places uh, or five best things to do with your family when they come into town to visit you, right? Mm-hmm. What are these, what are these things that might make sense for your audience, right? And be thinking through, be thinking through that. Um, and so probably what you're going to really do is just write some stuff down, write some stuff down, think about some ideas. You know, if you're someone um, like you, Christine, that runs like a, a business that's more focused on supporting the real estate agency, you're a real estate agent. excuse me, you're really going to be thinking about this from that perspective, right? right. Like, well, what are the three reasons mm-hmm. that someone should be getting their collateral outsourced, right? What are the five ways that you can be saving time in your real estate business. By the way, one of those is getting your collateral outsourced, right? But you also are giving some other ideas too that don't have anything to do with your business, right? So that's the way that I want you to be thinking, Mm -hmm. but you need to come with the topics, okay? Because nine times out of 10, that host is gonna choose a topic that you give them, all right? I think a lot of people think that they are making it easier by just being like, Hey, I'm a real estate agent. You know, (laughs)
0: they're like,
1: you probably want to have me on, you know, or whatever. And that is the opposite of helpful, okay? Because then that host is like, okay, what? What are we going to talk about? Like, you're just Mm -hmm. making more work for that host. And if I can teach you anything from my journalism days back at Oregon State University, you know, in the early 2000s, it is make it as simple to get to the yes as possible mm-hmm. make it as easy to get to the yes as possible and when you provide valuable topics for their audience you are making it really easy for that host to say yes
0: i think it's what you you say is really important i mean well first of all i feel like the digital age social media podcasts have created this um you know, that sort of old salesy, hey, you know, like attitude, hey, just because I'm here, you know, that doesn't work anymore. People expect things for free. You know, they want to, in order for them to know, like, and trust you. Exactly. Right. Like they want to know that you are credible, that you have the knowledge, that you have the experience. So true. And mm-hmm. then you can help them. So mm-hmm. I love what you said about having a service over self mindset. I think yes. that is one of the very most positive things that have come out of the digital age in the last 20 years is, you know, we have to put ourselves out there in a way that serves. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise- I love this
1: because, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. Go no, ahead. go ahead.
0: Go ahead. I was just going
1: to say, I love this because the name of your show is the whole point of publicity work, Right. Mm-hmm we are trying to up that no like and trust factor. When someone hears you, when someone hears your voice, when they hear your story, when they hear your opinion, that is where that no like and trust is built. I can't even tell you when when someone hops on a discovery call after they've heard me on a podcast, I know they're 90% of the way there. Yeah. I know that they are ready to work with me, right? They just need that little nudge into what's going to make the most sense for them, right? But that no like and trust has been built I don't need to build anymore. As a matter of fact, they are there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the that's what we want to have happen for for you as well.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think some of the some of I was just talking to someone yesterday, we were talking about sort of this challenge that um that real estate professionals have, they kind of they can get stuck in thinking, well, you know, there's so many agents. And in fact, there's a, a million and a half agents in the United States. And we're all like basically doing the same thing. How do I differentiate myself? And the fact of the matter is that, yes, you're, you may be doing the same steps, but nobody sounds like you, nobody you says are your it own like person. you. Exactly. Right. And so yep. that is your DNA, right? Like mm-hmm. that is the thing that is going to attract the people that want to do business with you. So Just like you say, by the time they get on the phone with the agent, it's like they're already 90% there.
1: Yep. Yep. They're already there. They heard you. They liked what you had to say. They're ready to go. You know what I mean? Um, And so I absolutely love that. And I also think, I mean, I'll be straight up with you. I think a big thing about differentiation for a lot of agents or a lot of real estate professionals is doing publicity. You Mm -hmm. do not see that many that are doing it, particularly in their local market. Right. right. And so this is something that is going to get you out there in front of audiences that haven't seen you before.
0: Well, and that's one of the biggest reasons I wanted to have you on the show today is that is, is because I think it's a huge opportunity for real estate professionals. You know, they're, um, they're not out. They oftentimes feel like, well, they need to be the podcaster. And when in reality, you know, go out and be a guest. And I love the idea of finding those local podcasts that are really gonna, you know, uh get their name out there and, and their value. I think um,
1: that this is I just want to touch
0: on one thing you just said
1: because yeah. I think it's important. A lot of people think that they need to have a podcast. And I'm here to tell you I don't even have a podcast. Okay. <laughs> so I I want you to just keep in mind that like having a podcast is is great if your goal is that you want to The people that are already in your world, that you really want to nurture them, build that brand up. You want to share that information. Let's say you wanted to do a local podcast and you were like, I'm committed to doing this. I'm going to put out a new episode like every two weeks. I'm going to have someone local on. I think that's a great idea. But a podcast is a ton of work. Christine can Mm -hmm. tell you, right? Mm -hmm. A podcast is a lot of work and you have to be committed to it. And so the pod fade is real which means a lot of shows will start out, they'll do about 10 episodes and then they're done, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, wow, that was a lot of work. I don't know that that's something that I want to continue to do. Mm-hmm. And having a podcast, like I said, is great for that purpose. But if you, you're you not sure yet, you're new to this podcast world, guest, okay? Yes. Guess yes. First, go on shows, see what messages are really resonating with people, you know, see how these relationships are with the hosts. And if you decide, hey, I really love this, and I actually think that I could do this like myself, then that is absolutely something for you to pursue. But I think a lot of people make the mistake of just diving into having their own podcast. And then that tends to be, it just doesn't typically go very well.
0: It's a great, great, that's great advice. I love that. Um, Okay. So I have one more question before we start to wrap up. And that is, um, to use a baseball analogy, what is your batting average? Right. So like, I love this question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? No, that's like great how, that's great. how many, like, you know, you're going to pitch, you're say you're going to pitch me and you're going to, you know, how many yeah. are you going to, are you going to pitch? And, and, and what are the results going to be?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, the difference between my agency pitching you and you pitching, you are going to be different. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'll just, I'll just lay that out there, but like, For instance, for us, when we're pitching our clients, we try to be at about a 50% response rate to our cold pitches, okay? So that is a crazy high response rate, all right? But that is because we are pitching at a really high level. That doesn't mean that you can't get there, but I don't want you to think that right off the bat, that that is what it's going to look like, okay? Right off the bat, do you see what I did there? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um about what I did there so it's like I said it and I was like look at you sporty um uh, y'all I grew up in Portland Oregon like we don't have sports really like I don't this is not it's just not my analogy it's just not my analogy zone um but my husband's from New England I was telling Christina earlier so I do get, in that way we do get a lot of sports uh, Red sports. Sox go team Red Sox Pats like all that stuff is is always happening at our house um So uh, what I was saying, though, is for when you are kind of getting started with doing this work and maybe going out to shows. Now, locally, again, we don't pitch locally, but I would imagine that might be a higher average because you're going to be able to have a real connection with that person. Mm -hmm. Right. You guys live in the same area. You love the area that you live in, you know, et cetera. I would say that if you're at about a 25 to 30 percent response rate, that that would feel really, really good. Um, the thing about pitches is you're not going to land everyone. Okay. So don't get stressed about that and don't let that stop you from doing it. Um, we just had a new member of our publicist squad start and, um, you know, she's starting to work on clients and stuff like that. And I told her, I was like, you know, you have to understand the first couple of weeks are the hardest because you're going to be sending pitches and you're probably not going to really be getting responses. Okay. And you're going to be like, is this real? (laughs)
0: <laughs> like this <laughs> work.
1: Like, what am I doing? You know, like here, because that is what will that's off them sending like 20 pitches, right? Like what oh, because so we do 10 pitches a week per fine. So, you know, they're at this particular, you know, particular area there. And they're like, I sent off 20, 30 pitches. I've like her, i have like barely heard back from anybody, you know, whatever. But the second they get that first booking, it's like the day, and she just had that. We had our little celebratory. Over Slack got her first booking. I know, very exciting. Because um, she was like, "Oh, it does work." <laughs> I'm like, yes. Remember, I was like, "It's gonna take a couple weeks. Then you know, then then we're gonna get there." Um, so just know that like it takes a little bit of time,
0: yeah, sometimes
1: to start getting those yeses. But when you get the yeses, it, it feels amazing. And then you're gonna go guest on the show. You're gonna have a great connection, etc. One thing I also want to point is if you have an assistant or someone that helps you um, with the work that you do, pitching might be something that they can really help you take on. Um, yes. you know, this is something I've actually worked with a real estate agent before with my VIP day to essentially get their pitch completely set up and ready to go so that their assistant could be sending them. Okay. So know that that is something that is absolutely possible. Um I'll, that you could be doing as well to kind of help save with the time and then you're just showing up for the actual interviews.
0: That is brilliant. Super, super helpful. All right. Christina, we um we're getting down to the end here. This has been, there's like so many nuggets. Um okay. Two more questions. Do it. Right on is, me. What three pieces of advice do you want to leave with our community today?
1: Three pieces. Okay. Um uh, the first one I would really say is, you can do this, and I know that that might seem really like, yeah, I know I can. Um, but I I think that a lot of people get this little imposter syndrome that flares up when they think about pitching themselves to podcasts. Okay, they think about what's what they think about what the worst thing that could happen will happen, right? They think like this person's going to think I'm not qualified to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Or they think, what if I go on the show and then I mess up my words and da 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 da. By the way, this show is live, but ninety nine percent of the shows I do are not live. Okay, so also keep in mind, i so I'm trying really hard not to swear, is what I'm saying. Um, totally but, uh, okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> but ninety nine percent of the shows that I'm on are not live, and most of the shows that you are are on most likely will not be. And I just want to just sage that for you is like if you do really mess up your words, if something really goes really wrong they can always edit that out. Okay. I have definitely stumbled. I stumble over stuff all the time, but sometimes I'll really stumble over something and I will say to the host, like, I'm sorry, can you ask me that question? Yes. <laughs> can I answer it? And they are happy to do it. You guys, these hosts are not out to get you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so what I want to say about that is I truly think the worst that can happen is you do not put yourself out there. Your Ooh. agency will not grow. Your business will not grow nothing will grow if you are not visible. Okay. So that is definitely the first piece of advice I would give you is do it scared. Okay. Do it scared. The second is just to remember that service over Mm -hmm. self-promotion thing that I spoke about and that I know Christine reiterated. All right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is so important when you are a guest as well, you are going on to just talk about um, that, you know, we were kind of talking about the pitch at that point, but when you go on as a guest as well, you're not just talking about you. I haven't been on this show. Talk, I, I haven't talked about me, really, what I do, you know, like my past, you know, what exactly my business does, XYZ. i Z. I'm here to provide that value, okay? so that's a big thing there. And then the third thing that I would say is use your podcasts in perpetuity, meaning when you are a guest on a show, chop that baby up into yep. little social media snippets, put it on your website, do a blog. Um, these are all the things that are really going to have that impact for you. And I really want to punctuate the blog aspect Mm -hmm. of this because Mm -hmm. the backlinks are so good for your SEO, meaning that when someone does potentially type in like realtor, Boise, whatever, if you've been on a show as a Boise realtor talking about what it is you do, that's going to show up on Google. Right. So that type of stuff is really, really important. I think a lot of people miss out on that. We actually do that for our clients because, you know, for a long time, our clients would go on these like amazing podcasts and be in front of their amazing audiences. And they would post about it on the day it went live. They post about it and they tag the host and everything like that. But it was like never to be seen again. Again. Again, like never to be seen again. And I was like this, like work smarter, not harder. Exactly. I've already done it. The work is done. Canva and Headliner or your friend, chop that up, make a bunch of snippets out of it. Be having that up on your social media for months to come.
0: Months to come.
1: Um, Because our, you know, our clients have seen stuff that they've been on a show six months ago. They repost a snippet and that's when a lead comes in, right? There are people that are coming new into your world all the time.
0: Yeah. Love it. Those are awesome pieces of advice. Okay. Last thing. Finish the sentence. No like trust is.
1: The shortest way to make a sale.
0: Oh, that is a
1: I, new one. Yeah, I, I 100% believe that there are stats around that. Um, I'm not knowing; I don't remember what they are off the top of my head. But basically, it shortens the sales cycle by a huge percentage when that no like and trust factor is really high.
0: I love that. I'm going to go look up that stat. That's please do. Yes, yeah, really so and then relay it
1: to me so that I can remember the next time I'm on the
0: show. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> Oh, my God, Christina, thank you so much. This has been invaluable. And Good. I hope it motivates people
1: to get out there and, and do some publicity in their business, because there's a lot that can be done out there. And there's actually especially if you're a real estate service provider, there are a ton of shows that that talk to real estate agents. And that is a huge opportunity for you. Well, tell us where we can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So you can head actually to podcastpublicityquiz.com. And that is a really fun quiz that I have that kind of directs you to what might make the most sense, like whether you're maybe most interested in a DIY course, perhaps a done with you VIP day, or you're more like, I want y'all to do it all for me. And I just show up for the interviews. That is our done for you service that we offer as well.
0: Awesome. Fantastic. This has been amazing. Um, Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for having me. This has just been super fun. And when you come to Boston, make sure we get together for coffee or wine. I love
1: that. That sounds great. Thank you.
0: And so for everybody who is here today, thank you so much for being here. If you're watching the replay, leave us a comment. Let us know where you're, you're watching from. And if you're listening on the podcast give us a review, give us five stars. We really need that and share it with your friends um, if you like what we're doing. And uh, till next time, everyone have a wonderful day. Take care, everyone.